Thought Bubble Audio. Hi, and welcome to Batwoman TV Talk, your weekly podcast following the adventures of Ryan Wilder and the CW hit show Batwoman. I am Palmer, and with me, as always, is Tony Ann. Say hi, Tony Ann. Hello, how are you? I'm all right. How about you? Pretty good. Have you had a lovely week so far? I have. How about you? Um, I mean, I, I got my new bed delivered without a mattress, so, <laughs> yeah, 50-50. <laughs> How does how does one do that? That confuses me because the mattress is arguably the most important part of the bed. I mean that's true. Like if they were just like, here's the mattress, we forgot the frame. I'd have been like, that's fine. I can. I don't really, you know, the frame is nice. It makes it look pretty, but just throw the mattress on the floor and I'm good. Um, yeah, no, it. Uh, I don't know if it just didn't get on the truck or what, but it's supposedly coming tomorrow, so that's good. I guess I'll just I'll I'll just have to sleep like floating above the 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 box frame. So I mean, like, because what is one supposed to do with just a bed frame without a mattress? That I mean, uh, lots of pillows, <laughs> lots and lots of pillows. Uh, so that'll be fun tonight. That that is waiting for me when I get home. So, you know, this this is just going to be an extra long episode, so I can avoid that as human as long as humanly possible. <laughs> well, knowing us and how we tend to go down certain rabbit holes, it's not out of the realm of possibility for us to be a little long-winded. Uh, all right. This week we're talking about episode uh, 13. I'll give you a clue. Uh, it originally aired uh, May 9th, 2021, and ran for 42 minutes and 26 seconds uh, without commercials. And that's what the uh, CW app is showing me as I have it on pause in front of me. But first, we have an email. Oh, I love when we have emails. Let me move this box so I can read the email. All right. Our listener Stephanie emails us. Hello again. I'm so sorry for always being one to email. I just love talking about the show Batwoman, and a tweet is always limited. I watched the episode early in the morning because of a party, and the entire episode blew my mind. I love how finally Sophie finds out about the Batcave and is like, enough of the lies and the BS. I know who you are, and I want to help you out of this situation. We needed Sophie on the Bat team, or was she already a part of it? I also was so happy to know my theory from the last episode. I tweeted that because they never mentioned having surgery or doing anything for the face for Kate, it would be Alice in exchange for her life and freedom. She would make a face at the end of the episode. I'm so happy that it was Alice to know first that Cersei was her sister. I know the show is almost over, but I hope that Kate comes back to everyone and my Kofi ship revives. Supposedly there is a kiss scene coming. I can't wait for the talk on... Luke with Stephanie, I had my happy dance going with their kiss scene. All right. Yes, everyone, Luke gets a kiss. Alice figures out who Cersei is. Sophie and Ryan are Sophie and Ryan. Listen, sassy Sophie was everything in this episode. It was drunk sassy Sophie. (laughs) Like, it was 
Uh, I mean, it, might not have been drunk, but it was at least buzzed sassy Sophie. It was really, like, this whole episode had, like, a comedic feel to it, in a way, despite mm-hmm. all of the uh, life and death circumstances that everybody was in. But, like, there, this episode was funnier than most of Batwoman tends to be, and I really enjoyed that. Okay. Well... Let's dive in and uh, see exactly what happened and what we think. We start off uh, in the past where Sophie is talking to Clue Master, who is Arthur Brown. Uh, they've they've captured him and he, they're putting him behind bars, and he is he is frustrated because he can't figure out how Sophie solved his clues to capture him and he really wanted to know Sophie wouldn't tell him and she just tells him well you have 13 consecutive life sentences to figure it out so you know good on you apparently it was her first day so not a bad way to make a name for yourself yeah really yeah we dissolve from the past to the present in the same in the same um Jail cell? Prison cell. Yes, thank you. In the same prison cell um, where a guard is trying to awaken Arthur from sleep because it's time to rise and shine. Arthur doesn't move. The guard goes into the goes into the cell to find Arthur is not in his bed. There is a little clue kind of scrawled on the wall that says, I'll give you a clue. I want more. And then Arthur comes from the corner of the prison cell and stabs the guard. Yeah, that was that that moment shocked me. I don't know what I was expecting or where I was expecting him to come out of, but when he came out from the corner, I was like, "Oh, there you are." Uh, you know, I'm going to agree with you because the Clue Master is a comic book character. Um, I know I know little about him. Um, he's not to my knowledge, he's not really often that used. And I don't know if he was really like like even a B list character beforehand. Um, but I've Which always is probably I've always why been, they were able to use him. Yeah, you know, I've always been led to believe he's a little bit more of like a not like a jokey villain, but like a joke of a villain. Yeah, like kind of a, like he's a regular like knockoff. Yeah, he's a parody villain. Yeah, like he's a he, you know, he's obviously a Riddler knockoff. Uh, so from there we go to uh, Batwoman kicking ass, uh, taking out the seriously take, kicking ass. Like she was taking killing, out thugs. Well, not killing. But she taking was out some th- false face thugs. Yeah. Uh, and Luke's like, you know, can you keep one alive to to put the tracker or, on him? What did she say? Keep one conscious to keep the tra- get the track on him. And he's like, she's like, well, where's the fun in that? <laughs> so as she as she is trying to um, interrogate a guy who she threatens with breaking his legs, he's like, I'm not going to tell you anything. Uh, you have a code. Black mask doesn't. So I'll take the chances. She slips the tracker on him, and just as she's about to let him go. The crows show up and hold her at gunpoint, telling her to freeze. And it's everyone's, it's everyone's unfavorite male crow, Carter Saul. <laughs> that's, that's 
still makes me laugh. I love that nickname that you came up with. <laughs> he he and uh, Batwoman have a have a back and forth in which she in which, spoke uh, some truth. She's like, look, y'all suck at your job, and not just because I have to save your asses, but because you just constantly ruin stuff. So yeah, Batwoman goes off on a tirade saying they cover up murders, they don't care about 99% of the public, and worse yet, that they just suck at their jobs because she was placing a tracker on the guy so she could be led to Black Mass Hideout and have the drop on him, and instead they're, you know, they stopped her. This is, this is a flip from a couple episodes ago when Batwoman did the same thing with Sophie. Yeah, which I thought was an interesting full-circle moment. Right. And I'm going to get this out of the way at the top of the episode, so I don't – and I will uh, intentionally try and keep in mind not to harp on it as much, so I'll get this off my chest now. My biggest problem with this episode is Ryan and the schizophrenic writing of, of some of these episodes. And by that, I mean she goes from absolutely detesting everything Crow to being kind of fine with Sophie to absolutely detesting Sophie. Like, and it's always dependent upon, like, the situation. And, gotcha. Yeah. She does kind and of flip like I'm, a yo-yo. Yeah, and I'm, like, I'm okay, like, if they were to just... Like, if you always combated with Sophie, it would get old. And to me, it, it to me it, it has gotten old. Like, after everything Sophie's done, you know, it's it's gotten old. Like, I can understand the, the Crows thing, but the Sophie thing, um, more so than anything, I think is, like, that horse has not only been beat to death, but it's already been made into glue, and you're still trying to beat it. And like, it just comes it... off. Go ahead. Is it possible that she's trying to keep up her disdain for Sophie to keep hidden the fact that she's Batwoman? Because Batwoman I'm, and Sophie are kind of softening, but, like, maybe she is trying to separate the two in a way? Does that make sense? Uh, I see what you're saying, but, like, my biggest thing is, like, her as Ryan and Sophie have had interactions together like very amicable like ryan called her to get her to help with angelique and sophie did like the only thing like sophie got angelique out of jail for flipping on black mask yeah so you know sophie wasn't able to protect her from black mask but but really nobody was like it wasn't sophie it was the crows but still like like Black Mask got to her. It wasn't like the crows just handed her to Black Mask. Like they killed two agents to get to her. And then even last week, or um, you know, there's been there's been stuff with them at the bar where they've been fine with each other. And then last week where it was more of a, a Ryan and Batwoman thing. Like Batwoman asked Sophie to help, like make sure her identity doesn't get doesn't get spoiled and sophie does so like sophie has gone out of her way to really help and prove that she's trustworthy and there are just times where it's fine and their their relationship is fine and then there's times like this entire episode where it's like 
we're back to like episode two or three. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just that the writers aren't communicating with each other. Like the like the script writers are like not realizing the progression or that's happening. But I, I I do see what you mean, though I didn't quite bump on it when I was watching it. But I could understand yeah. why it would give you whiplash. Yeah. So so that like so their combativeness throughout this entire. And again, like most of the time, I think Sophie's being defensive in this in this episode, and it's Ryan who's really like the aggressor. So I feel like I like like my biggest my biggest complaint about this episode is there are times I'm just like Ryan, please, just for the love of God, like. But it also just it also stop. felt like at times Sophie was making digs at Ryan. Because she knew she was Batwoman, and I felt like, like, I mean, Ryan, when she came, like, we'll get to that scene in a second, but when she came in to the apartment, um, like, Ryan had an attitude from the minute she walked in, and right. it, what, Sophie didn't do anything to provoke that other than exist, apparently, but it felt like the rest of the episode after that, like, Sophie was digging first, if that makes sense. Like, Sophie kept making snide comments, which would get Ryan's defenses up. I don't think Sophie was making snide comments. Sophie was trying to hint that she knew she was Batwoman. Right, but the way it was coming off was like, like, we knew because we knew that she knew. So we knew what she was trying to do. But it could also come off like giving Ryan an attitude. Which would then yeah. make Ryan defenses go back up. So it, it it's weird. Yeah. But all right. Now that that's off my chest, we can continue. We go to the park where Jacob, like a, like any good drug addict, has moved on from from doing drugs in secret to out in the middle of abandoned parks in the middle of the night, and moving on from using his arms where you could actually see the puncture marks if he wore a short sleeve shirt. To, to his legs that no one ever really sees. So he is he is moving up the chain in um in drug addict like he's. Do you think he's moving too quickly, or do you think snake bite is that potent of a drug that it makes sense that he's gotten to this point this fast? I think it makes sense. Like everything that like they've spent the they've spent the season building up snake bite as a being being like one of the worst addicting drugs and then two for what it does like it just makes sense that it would be that it would be that addicting like especially for someone like jacob like the feeling that he gets i I wasn't sure if it was moving too fast because yeah snake bites existed this entire season but he literally took it like what two episodes ago two three three or four at this point See, I thought it was less than that. I thought he he took it like two two episodes ago, the first time when he was kidnapped and injected. Mm-hmm. Then we then in the next episode, he was super. You know, he was stashing it and taking it, and now he's yeah. So it, uh, it, it might have been quick. yeah. It might have been three episodes, but um, I don't. I don't know. Like I, I do see what you're saying, but 
in in the time frame of TV shows, like nothing ever makes sense. No, that's true. Timing on shows is very strange. It's just it feels like for a drug addiction story, it, it feels like they could have spaced it out a little bit more, or at least had him have have him be secretly injecting himself for like an episode or two longer before Mary found out. Because it, it literally feels like every episode we're hitting a, like, for lack of a better word, a milestone in him being a drug addict. Like, okay, he's had his initial injection in one episode. Now he's full-on addicted. And in the same episode where we reveal he's full-on addicted, we then have Mary finding out about it. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. Uh, so, um, so as he injects himself... He is just kind of blissfully sitting there in the park at night watching his two little daughters swinging on swing set, and he's happy. Over to uh, Ryan and uh, Ryan and Mary's apartment, have Ryan coming in, uh, talking about how she's ordering wings from that bomb-ass vegan place, which is an oxymoron. Uh, yeah. <laughs> And she is upset because Ryan is there having drinks with Mary. Ryan uh, is there having drinks with Mary. Sophie says that the that the crows got her a bottle of tequila for her fifth anniversary, and how you know she wanted to drink it with a friend, so she came by to have a drink with Mary. And Mary's like, "Well, you know, you look like you could use a drink, so." Yeah, you know, sit down and have yeah. some. Here's here's an issue that I had with this, where the fact that Mary was offering Sophie's alcohol. No, no, the, oh. my issue happened prior to that. So Sophie comes in and she makes a pro- issue. Uh, not Sophie. Ryan comes in and she makes an issue of Sophie being there, and Mary's right. like, "I I didn't ha- realize I have to run guests by you. Right? Why would why would she have to run guests by Ryan when she owned the place first. I mean, I agree. Like she was being, she was being, um, she was being sarcastic when she said that. Okay, because I yeah, it, it, it didn't, yeah, it, it wasn't like read, it didn't read as sarcasm to me. So when she said that, I'm like, um, it's your place. If anything, she has to <laughs> okay guests with you. And did she ever okay Angelique? You know, uh, yeah, a fugitive from the law. It was that was just something that bugged me. So Ryan, one of my favorite Sophie comment, uh, yeah, one of my favorite Sophie comments in this episode is Ryan's like, oh, so I'm just supposed to act like I'm okay with Sophie being here, and Sophie's response is, as a lesbian who is married to a guy for three years, I can <laughs> I can tell you that alcohol is the key to denial. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Sophie had some great moments this episode. This might be my favorite Sophie episode of this. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, so Ryan says she'll stay for one drink, which ends up turning into a game of Never Have I Ever because that's what happens when you drink. Uh, <laughs> which I love so, this. I love when TV shows do Never Have I Ever. So we find out that uh, Never has. Ryan or Sophie had sex on a plane, but Mary yeah, has. Apparently Mary's part of the Mile High Club, not something I ever knew I needed to know. You know, it was weird. Like, when she says it, like, like granted, we know, like, she does her Instagram millennial thing, 
But the fact that we've never really, like, outside of Luke, we've never really seen her with another guy or really, like, shown interest in a lot of people, that it's just weird to think of not necessarily Mary, like, being with somebody, but Mary just, like, randomly having sex on a plane. Yeah, just not something I ever expected. Yeah. Um. So from there we go. Uh, so we find that out. We also find out that neither Sophie nor Mary have ever sexted the wrong person. <laughs> this is my favorite part of this part, though. She's like, never have I ever sexted the wrong person, Ryan Drake. And Ryan's looking at and her. And Ryan, like, <laughs> yeah, Ryan is, like, oblivious for, like, five seconds. And then she's like, oh, my God, no, I didn't. It was basically what her face said when she registered it. And what, like, I wanna, oh. what I want to know is, like, did she just forget and, like, then she remembered? Or is she just, like, what was that, like, Mary's subtle hint, like, hey, this is what you sent me? Because I feel like it was, way, this is what you sent me. Now, what was interesting is I thought it was going to be, like, from a while ago when she was with Angelique. But apparently yeah, no, with, uh, with a new girl named Amani. That's the, that's the girl from the... That's the girl from the center. Oh, that's oh, that's the one that was like, I already signed up for your a uh, karate class. Got TV. you. Okay, that's yeah. That's not Sophie's sister, is it? No. If it was, don't you think there would have been more of a reaction from Sophie? True. Very true. Okay, I didn't think so. But I, so, how does? I wonder how she has her in her phone if she's mixing up Mary and Amani. One starts with an I, one starts with an look, M. I'm not going to, look, I'm not going to get into details. I will just say that if you are having multiple text conversations at once, it is very easy to accidentally send something to the wrong person, even though their name is nowhere near the person you meant to send it to. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I Listen, I've, I've had that happen in multiple Twitter DMs, so I get it. Like I, I have been on the, I have been on the Ryan side of this, <laughs> and I am, I am glad the person on the Mary side never spoke of it. So, <laughs> that would have been a very awkward conversation, given what the text was. But we find out that. Uh, Neither Mary or Ryan have ever kissed Batwoman, but Sophie has. We find out that all three have been saved by Batwoman, which we already knew. And Ryan uh, and Sophie was shocked until Ryan said, like, she had uh, saved her last Halloween. And then and, she's like, oh, the OG. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, let's and see. this was where the first of the not so subtle hints started. Cause yeah, she's like, because what is she's that like, why? Yeah. And then Ryan, See, then Sophie's like, gee, I don't know, Ryan. Why would it be nearly impossible for you to be saved by Batwoman? No, she said, why would why would the new Batwoman never have needed to save you, or the very some, something very similar to that? But see, even then, like you just nailed it. Like first, it was like like Sophie being buzzed. I think it kind of slips out, like. She wasn't trying to, like, she wasn't trying to insinuate, like, she knew Ryan was Batwoman. That kind of, like, buzz slipped out because she knew Ryan was Batwoman. She was like, ah, that, the OG, it makes sense. 
and then Ryan gets defensive, and then that's when Sophie kind of needles her. Uh, and then from there, we find that we need more drinks. So Mary goes to pour out some more shots, and uh, something falls into the drinks. Mary thinks it's the worm from the tequila, but it turns out to be a very venomous caterpillar. Now, I do like when Mary looks it up, and she's like, it's one of the most venom, it's one of the most venomous caterpillars in the world. And then everyone, like, Brian and Sophie both, like, have this look on their face, and Mary's like, oh, but don't worry, one is not, is not deadly. Yeah, like, I was like, like exactly how how venomous is it if one isn't deadly? Yeah, that's true. Oh, so, uh, then uh, Ryan finds the tag on the bottle, and she says that she doesn't think it came from the crows, and it's a um, it's a clue from Clue Master that uh, is pretty much giving them a clue, saying uh, calls her a hot shot. And Sophie kind of gives the background on who Clue Master is. When we come back from commercial, she's like, she says Clue Master is this guy named Arthur uh, Arthur Brown, who was the uh, host of Quiz Bowl, which was a kind and of they Jeopardy knockoff. And broken out, right? Did they know at this point that no, he's broken out yet? No. Um, as, as Ryan is, as Sophie is telling the story, Mary says, like, when... When Sophie's done, Brian, uh, Mary's looking at her phone. She's like, apparently he just broke out today. Okay, I couldn't remember the so, order of events there. Yeah, so basically what we find out is Sophie didn't solve the puzzle to put him behind bars. Somebody called into the tip line that every first-year crow has to work on and gave her the answer and told her not to, you know, to hide her identity. So Sophie talks about how he became obsessed trying to figure out how he how she figured it out. And this was her kind of telling them, you know, it didn't uh, before before the scene, though, we had had a scene with Black Mask and Alice and and Cersei slash Kate. And with, how do we want to uh, reference her when we recap? Do we just want to call her Kate or do we want to call her Cersei? No, she is Cersei until otherwise. Okay. If she, we're going with how she identifies herself. She identifies okay. herself as Cersei. So we have we have Black Mask kind of torturing Alice to find out the name of Batwoman. And Alice pretty much says, like, I don't know who she is. Um, and then she also calls her a, a traitorous little witch because of what she did last week, and I fully agree, Alice. Yes. Um, and so, you know, he's like, oh, well, we'll keep torturing you until we find out. He leaves, we go over, and then we went to the scene at the at Marion uh, Ryan's place. Uh, wrapping up that scene is Ryan, you know, asking, he's like, oh, well, has he ever called you Hotshot before? And Sophie says no. So Ryan has an idea. She takes one of the candles and puts it to the bottle of tequila. And it resembles uh, a two-gun emblem uh, gets unveiled. And which, you know, Ryan asks, do you know 
you know, do you know what this could be? And Sophie's like, yes. So they go off. We go back to we go back to Alice, who is in the basement, kind of tied up, has a sharp object like attached to her finger, and she, she pries herself out of the contraption by essentially like lifting her nail off her. Skin. Ooh. Ow! Ow! Yeah, I just ooh. <laughs> yeah, it was. Like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty strong-willed, and even I was like you. Like that's not, <laughs> that that's a little much. <laughs> so she she frees herself, but then, um, so she frees herself. She grabs a bottle of wine because she's in a wine cellar, drops it. That causes Cersei, who was probably just at the top of the stairs for some reason, opens up the door, comes down, looks for Alice. Alice nails her with a bottle of wine to knock her out, takes her phone, and calls up Jacob, who is... Stoned out of his mind in the middle of the park. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So he answers the phone, and she's like, Hey, Daddy, it's it's me, Alice. I mean, Beth, uh, I need you to trace this call. I'm being captured by Black Mask, and I need you to save me. Jacob has no idea if this is real or not and is, and is very, very out of it. Yeah, um, when, he comes, like, when he comes off the snake bite, I'm not even sure he's going to remember this conversation. Yeah. So he essentially hangs up on her. He says, sorry, you got the wrong number, and, and ends the call. Uh, from there, we have Cersei show up behind Alice and knock her out. We go over to Ryan, Mary, and Sophie outside of what looks to be like a gun club or some sort of shooting range. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, they're in front of a fence, and the fence is locked up. So naturally, Mary's like, "All right, let's hop the fence." <laughs> I just and love Mary. Like, Ma- that's something Mary just does naturally, you know. Yeah, and I just love like Mary. Mary just like stands in front of the stands in front of the fence, lifts up her arms, and she's like, "All right, boost." <laughs> and and Ryan and Sophie help her over the over the fence. Then Sophie goes to get up, and Ryan's like, oh, what makes you think I don't need a boost? She's like, I don't think you do. She's like, oh, you'll be fine. And part of me is like, "Um, just because she's Batwoman doesn't mean she can climb shit when she's not wearing the suit. Sure it can. The suit doesn't help her climb a fence. No, but her bat gadgets would. (laughs) So they, they all get over the fence. They're starting to walk through the facility, and Sophie is going over the story of how she was on the tip line, and someone called up, and Ryan kind of smugly is like, oh, so you took the credit for someone else's th- you know, stuff. She was like, they didn't want me to say who they were. I, you know, I kept my word. You know, I, you know, I felt I had a lot of doubt the entire time my entire first year thinking I didn't deserve to be there. As they're kind of going back and forth, Mary comes across a bottle that says, just a nip will do the trick. 
and he picks up the bottle and lights go off. There's a there's a target field and a woman inside of a clear glass box who is being held prisoner. And for I when that happened, like when she picked up the bottle and the lights came on, I thought they were about to get busted by security for trespassing. And then and then we saw the box. I was like, oh, okay. There's no security at Gotham. Uh, that's where my mind went for a second, and then I saw the... Right, because oh. that would be normal. <laughs> I mean, the good thing is they have Sophie there who can just flash her crow badge and be like, we're on a case. True. We come, we come back from commercial, and we find out that the person inside the box is named Stephanie Brown, who is Clue Master's daughter. And she is very upset that her father is... <laughs> that her father poisoned her? Uh, yeah, I would be too. <laughs> Did he poison me? <laughs> is what she asks. <laughs> and then Sophie, Sophie's like telling her to calm down. She's like, you calm down. My father is trying to kill me. Oh, but my favorite part was when she's like, t- told. what did she tell her? Like, hang in there or hold on. We'll be right back. And she's like, I'm right, not yeah. <laughs> so they go back to the front where they found the where they found the bottle because Mary Mary believes that that's the antidote. So they're trying to figure out how to open the box because there's no there's no door, there's no knob, there's no way no hinges, no way to open the door. Mary finds uh, four blocks, each carved with an animal attached to a rifle and four bullets. So they start trying to figure out, well, the the blocks are the same color as the targets, so we have to shoot it in a specific order. They first decide that the order might be by by first letter of the animal. Yeah, alphabetical order, which didn't yep. make sense. Yeah, I mean, that's the natural first assumption. But then that devolved into Ryan and Sophie arguing whether one of the pictures was a bobcat or a puma. Now, mind you, they're silhouettes, so... Yeah, I was like, all right. And Mary's just sick uh, of the fighting. Mary's like, can yeah. y'all, like, just stop? <laughs> and so they they all, they all then determined that because they were attached to the rifle that they might be in pecking order as far as... Um, like, praying order, food, like, like food chain. Yeah, yeah, like, chain. So... They decide Bobcat Puma eats bird, bird eats... Uh, bird eats bird, spider, spider eats Spider, fly. spider eats fly. Yes, yep. So Mary's like... And Sophie's like, all right, let's see if this works. And she pull, picks up the gun. Then Ryan and her have a argument on why is she the one who's firing because she's had five shots of tequila. And Sophie's rebuttal is... I. Sophie says, fine, we'll let Mary decide. Mary, who should do the shooting? A person who might have a high score at Duck Hunt or someone who went to a military academy and trained as a marksman? The vote went to Sophie, by the way. And Ryan (laughs) started to say something, and she's like, unless you have some marksmanship skills that you are withholding that you would like to share? And Ryan's like, yeah, no, you got this. Yeah, you got this. And she does. She knocks down the targets. I do like on the last target, Stephanie, like, shifts in the box. Like, she's afraid the bullet is going to hit her. Or because it's uh, the last target, she doesn't know what the hell's going to happen. 
just like recoiling just in case they did this wrong. I mean, yes, but my version of it's funnier. <laughs> so she hits the targets, the bu- the front of the box comes down, and they rush over and give her the give her the antidote, and she takes Part off her of jacket. Part of thought to that was actually the poison for a second. I'm like. Please, God, let this not be, like, some long-winded way for them to accidentally poison her when they think they're saving her. I mean, that I'm not saying that would have been hilarious, but that would have been deviously good. So part, part of me was, and then, because then she drank it, and then she's like, actually, I don't think so. So I'm like, oh, crap, she's poisoned. And then she takes her jacket off to reveal the code. And I was like, oh, that's the part two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sophie talks about how her father wanted her dead and not and not Stephanie. And Stephanie says, "Spoiler alert!" And I was happy because in the comics, Stephanie's uh, crime-fighting alter ego is named Spoiler. Oh, I didn't know that. And yep, she is. She is from the comics. Um, she dons like a purple hoodie. And it's called Spoiler. She's also blonde in the comics. So I was, I was a little bit upset that she's a redhead in the show, but yeah. Um, so she was also Robin for a short period of time, and she was a Batgirl. So she has a long history in the comics, and that's the really the only reason I knew who her father was, because in the comics her father is Clue Master, like in the show. So that's why I said, like, I don't think he's really been in a lot of comics. So that part of the relationship, spot on. So she reveals um, all this writing on her body. And then we go over to Alice and Cersei back in the back in the cellar. And Cersei is talking about how, you know, she wants to pluck out Alice's eyes. And Alice is like... And Alice is like, funny story. That reminds me of a person named Cersei in that <laughs> was in Arkham who who poked out the eyes of a CEO and we called her the can't CEO killer. And Cersei was like, Well he deserved it and like Alice Alice then connects like, Oh, she's supposed to be the same person. Like how many how many murderous people named Cersei could there be, Alice? I mean, I only know of two, the one in Game of Thrones and this one. Right. And it's obvious she's not the one from Game of Thrones. (laughs) So Alice is like, huh, I thought you, you know, I had heard you got trampled to death during the Arkham breakout. So now I'm I'm assuming that this Arkham breakout is the Arkham breakout from Elseworlds. Yes. Okay. That's so. Now I can kind of like now I can kind of see how Black Mask kind of blames that woman. Yeah. Because she was there. Um, but so that's that. Yes, they don't say when it happened. They just say during the Arkham Breakout. So I am assuming it is the one during Elseworlds. Because um, I honestly don't I don't remember a widespread breakout last season. No. The only yeah. breakout they've ever really referenced is the one through the crossover. Yeah. And most uh, the first half of last season was pre-Elseworlds. It's a good portion of it. No, the first half of last season was pre-Crisis. 
Well, it was pre-crisis, but there there was part of it where wasn't there part of it where where we were because when Elseworld started, she was already Batwoman. So when Batwoman started, Elseworlds hadn't happened yet. So at some point in the first half of last season, we caught up to Elseworlds and then became pre-crisis. Yeah, I'm not gonna think about this anymore because my head's gonna hurt. <laughs> it's yeah, I just can't do it. You're right. You are right. <laughs> Time, the timeline does not make sense, and this is why we're never going to reference this again. <laughs> so we're just, we're just going to continue on like nothing ever happened. <laughs> Cersei said that she was saved by her father, and Alice is like, was this before or after your skin burned off? And Cersei did not want to talk about it. Like, she mentioned her burns. Cersei got yep. angry. So, and then Alice is like, you know what? Go get your father. Like, me and him need to talk. Or go get Black Mask. Me and him need to talk. We go to Ryan, Luke, Barry, Stephanie, and Sophie. We'll all... just call this the clue. We'll just call this the clue squad. <laughs> all trying to figure out what's going on and what the next clue is. Um... Stephanie and Luke kind of go back and forth a little bit with nerd well, flirting. Luke wasn't even a part of this scene when it first started. They were like, she was trying to figure it out on her own. And then Ryan's like, well, what if, was it Ryan or Mary who said, well, what if there were two of you? Then in walks Luke and then comes the geek off. Yes. So they start nerd flirting, <laughs> trying to figure out, trying to figure it out. Um, one of the, that Luke finds on Stephanie's body is a phrase from the TV show. So Sophie, Mary, and Ryan. Sophie's like, all right, let's go look. At, you know, let's go look at the old set because you know this show went off the air like six or seven years ago. Naturally, the entire soundstage and set is still together. Let's go well, check that out, it, you guys. Isn't it also, like, where she busted him when she arrested him? So yeah. maybe they kept maybe they kept it as, like, a shrine to him? Who knows? No. So, so she's like, we're going to go we're going to go look at this. You all stay here and figure, you know, see if you can figure out the rest. And and Ryan gives them a look of, like, don't do anything I wouldn't do. They yeah, it, over did to, you like the flirty dynamic with Luke and Ste- Stephanie's her name, right? Stephanie is her name. Yeah, I mean, it was it was fine. I don't know if it was necessarily as flirty as everyone made it out to be or what it was supposed to be. But no, no, that was absolutely nerd flirting. That yeah, no, because that was definitely what that was, because they're the only two people in the so. world who could understand that. <laughs> Uh, so Mary, Sophie, and Ryan show up at the show up at the quiz bowl set. They're they're being very careful, sneaking around, and then Mary and Ryan both step on a step on the stage, and that triggers a video of Clue Master talking about how they are now about to explode because they're on a pressure plate, but. He will let them, he will give them questions to see if uh, they can add more time to try and figure out what is going on. Also gives gives them more, yeah, gives them more time on the bomb, I'm assuming, as well. Well, yeah, to figure out how to get off the bomb or 
defuse the bomb or something. And then from there we go to commercial. We come back from commercial eventually, <laughs> in which, in which, hey, there we go. I I got up to my spot in the, in the show. Uh, so we come back and they're still on the soundstage. The time is ticking around. They got about five minutes and they're figuring that this is probably a way to distract them from the puzzle with Stephanie. Clue Master comes on and he's like, all right, here's your first question. And he, he, the question is like, like name this, name this, uh, villain who's just a copycat of me. And it's the Riddler. So every question is essentially a villain in Gotham. There was, the Riddler was an answer. Um, Penguin was an answer. Uh, last one is was uh, uh, what tally what tally making killer did the new Batwoman stop right after uh, right after the new Batwoman showed up? A Victor's as and Ryan like hits the plunger right away. <laughs> yeah. She's like, "What? I read it in a paper." Sophie's like, "You seem pretty confident about that." A little too confident, if you ask me. Back over at the back over at Mary and Ryan's place, we have Stephanie and and um, Luke trying to figure out the, the different ciphers they could possibly be using. Right. And she talked. They're talking about like, oh, so how did you get started in puzzles? Oh, how are you? We find, you know, we find out Stephanie went to MIT and that she had started off solving her dad's puzzles and then he kind of used her as a barometer. If uh, she if couldn't could. solve it, the puzzle was good. If she could solve it, he had to work harder. Right. And then she kind of realizes what the cipher is, and then she apologizes to Luke and then knocks him out. Back over at the quiz bowl up, they're still answering questions. Then we get to then we get to the last question that Ryan just automatically answers. So they now have 45 minutes on the clock to figure out how to get out of this. Right? Um, Sophie has the idea of, well, let's call Batwoman. And Mary's like, oh, yeah. And it's Ryan's like 2 a.m. Like, well, on a Saturday. She's busy. Yeah. Like, even if she was out doing something, who was out at 2 a.m., like, this is Gotham. Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable walking around after 11. <laughs> I wouldn't be comfortable walking around after dark. So, so they fight they fight Sophie on wanting to call Batwoman. And they're like, well, you know, you know, we're in trouble. You know, we need someone. We need someone to figure out what to do. And they both say, call Luke. And they Luke do. Is, Yep, and Luke is knocked out, so he's not answering the phone. We go over to Alice, Black Mask, and Cersei. Black Mask holds the gun to Alice and is like, all right, where, you know, who is Batwoman? And she's like, I'm not telling you, Roman Sionis. (laughs) He just looks at Cersei and is like, what did you do? And then Alice talks about, well, she told me that she escaped Arkham. And I was like, well, her dad wouldn't really like her walking around with Black Mask unless he was Black Mask. So here we are. (laughs) I love Alice so much. She then offers to knit Cersei a new face so that way it would cover the burned skin. And Black Mask is obviously going to agree to it. We go back to we go back to the stage. 
Mary and Ryan are having a hushed conversation about how maybe they should tell Sophie that she is Batwoman. And Ryan's like, no. And Mary's like, come on. Sophie's in. She's like, well, I tried Luke ten times. He is not answering the phone. Still trying to figure out what to do. Ryan gets upset because Sophie's like, you know, we need to figure out something. And Ryan's like, well, this pressure plate was meant for you. And Mary's like, Mom and Dad, please stop fighting. <laughs> Mary is so over the fighting. Yeah. And I can't like say we I blame all her. Because yeah. all they did was snipe uh, at each other all episode. And as funny as it was, there were moments where it's like, okay, come on. Finally, finally, uh, Ryan says she'll never trust a crow, especially her. And Sophie finally just yells out, Ryan, I know you're Batwoman. <laughs> and Which, Ryan's and like, Ryan's tries to deny it like yeah. nah that's not I, me tell her mary and mary's I, just there like <sighs> yeah also can we backtrack to one second in the scene yeah. when they were playing never have i ever and so and sophie made the comment about that woman not needing to save ryan um it looked like mary got a clue did you catch Mary's eyes when she said that? Oh, yeah. Mary, Mary's eyes, like, bugged out of her socket. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> like, I think at that point, Mary was like, I think she knows. Which I think is probably why she's like, you should just tell her. Because Mary yeah. at least had a feeling that she already knew. And then... And then when... And then when Ryan said it, uh, when Sophie says it, like, Mary doesn't even try and lie. Mary's like, yeah, I'm going to walk over here now, but not that far away because I'm on a pressure plate. <laughs> so, so Sophie tells Ryan, like, look, you can keep trying to deny it or you can let me help you and trust me. In which case, Ryan tells Sophie how to get into the Batcave and what to look for when she's in there. So now we have one more person who knows Ryan is Batwoman. Well, technically Sophie's known. It's just now we have, now it is a known fact that Sophie's known for like two weeks. Two weeks. Exactly. Actually. Well, three, if you count the off week. True. But I want to backtrack to one moment because it's good. Please do, because I'm at a commercial and I forgot (laughs) what the next scene is. So go right ahead. Okay. So this was just something I, I thought about when I was watching it, and I meant to bring it up when we were discussing it, so I'm going to backtrack all the way to the beginning to win... All the way to the title. Why is it called <laughs> Batwoman? Do you remember when Batwoman was um, kicking the crap out of the guys, and then she was kicking on the crows, and then she was getting ready to leave? And, like, she said something, and she's like, you gave me enough time to do this, and she used her... Gra- was it the grappling hook or whatever that... This was like a grappling line. Like it was, it was a thing that shot out like a. It was a thing that like instant zip line. Like it shot yeah, out they, two lines. Right, but what's really cool is we actually get got to see it attached to something. Yes. Which. Yes, we actually that, see them go into building. Yeah. So and I instantly thought of you when that happened because I know that it was funny. <laughs> I was I was really I was happy myself. I'm like, look, it's actually going into something. It's great. I'm gonna take credit for that. They listened to the show and they quickly shot a scene and put it in this week's episode. So you're welcome, everybody. 
And you know what? It's completely possible because you have mentioned it more than once. We come back from we come back from commercial, and Ryan is like, "Oh, that's why Sophie came over with the bottle of tequila because she thought I was she thought I was Batwoman, and she knows you love to talk." And Mary's like, "Look, shut up! Like you're, yeah. you can't think rationally. You know, it's fine that Sophie knows you can trust Sophie." And she's like, oh, you and Luke wanted to protect my identity last week when I went after Angelique, and now you're you're saying it's fine that Sophie knows. I mean, would they rather Sophie not know? Sure, but they can't undo the fact that she knows. So Ryan needs to, like, quit her bitching like, and, this, like, yeah, get with like, the Yeah, like, in this instance, it's fine that Sophie knows. Like, anytime, like, Sophie caught on to Kate, they always tried to swerve her, but it was never like a life or death situation. Yeah, and at this point, it's either Sophie helps them or they die. Or they so, die. Yeah. Yeah. So, so they're arguing. And then we go to a scene of of Sophie going into the Batcave, finding what they need, and she leaves. We have Stephanie out in front of a house, and her father comes up behind her. We find out that this is where she, like, this is the house that they used to live in. She grew up there, and he wants her, he wants her to help him. She wants, you know, to be like a sidekick, and she's like, no. Like. <laughs> Absolutely eh. not. And, and he, they talk about Sophie, and she's like, you were in jail because I put you there. I was the one who solved, I was the one who solved your clue, not the crows. And he is—he isn't too happy about this. So he slams down a smoke bomb that knocks out—that knocks out Stephanie. And then we go over to—we go over to Luke waking up, kind of groggy. Looks at a couple papers. Back over to, to Stephanie and Clue Master. Stephanie wakes up in a car. With Cluemaster just kind of like chilling there, and we see smoke kind of filling the car, and she's like, "You're gonna kill us," <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, like this, this is fine." <laughs> he he is essentially the meme of the dog, like. Like with the flames all with around the, drinking with, coffee. Yep, everything's yep. fine. Nothing to see here. Yep, this is fine. She starts to pass out, and Luke shows up, breaks the window, and pulls her out. And he, this and is what he like, says, just, just because, because I, didn't, I didn't go to MIT doesn't mean I didn't get doesn't in. Doesn't mean MIT. I didn't get in. Cause, yeah, because she asked, how did how did he get figure it out? We go back to the TV studio. There's about a minute and a half left. And Ryan's, Ryan's like, all right, my bad. I didn't trust Sophie. I was angry, and now we're both going to die. That's on me. Big enough to admit I'm wrong. And Mary says the reason that the reason why Sophie came by was because she thinks Jacob is on snakebite, and she wanted to check in to see how Mary was doing. And Mary even kind of is like, you know, she thinks he's on snakebite, which would... Explain a lot of really odd behaviors. Right. She's like, you know, he had two wives die, both his daughters die, 
And when he I shut down the clinic, the two, I pretty much I cut him even, out. I didn't even think of the two wives thing. Yeah, like, he is not a very... He is not a lucky person to be around. No, he's faced a lot of loss, which makes his drug addiction make complete sense. Especially with what, like, we figured, like, with the way the drug acts, like, it, you're right. Like, it makes a lot of sense. So Sophie comes in with, like, a few seconds to spare. She's like, here's the thing you asked for. And it's the, it's the portable zip line. She... She hits the button. It goes into the two walls. She grabs Mary. They go flying out just as the bomb goes off. Mary thinks that was awesome <laughs> because Mary is crazy. I mean, how, how many times are you ziplined to save your life? I mean, yeah. There's a uh, what's it? I think you know. I think it was uh, the 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 Ducktales movie. They're they're looking through like a tomb they're looking through like an egyptian tomb and they go down like this ancient slide and when they get to the bottom one of them is like ah i would totally do that again now that i know i can live through it <laughs> <laughs> so like mary's like this is really fun now that i know i'm now now that i know i'm alive so sophie helps mary up off the ground and then she goes to help up ryan and they have a moment Ryan gives her a hand, and she helps pick her up off the ground. And then from there, we go to commercial. Yes. So what did you what did you think about the, the, the last scene? I, I enjoyed it, and I kind of – this was the scene, like, they cut to the commercial. Like, I, I like the fact that, like, Ryan let Sophie help her up. Yes. Because I'm just like, maybe Ryan is finally – going to let this go i swear to god if we like after going through this episode if we backtrack again i i'm gonna start i'm going to find a way i i'm gonna (laughs) take some time off of work i'm gonna fly to vancouver i will i will quarantine uh, for two weeks quarantine for the two weeks needed then i will go to the set and i will demand answers from the writers there and then they'll be like, why do you think the writing staff is here? Like, and then they're I'll be like, true. look, I didn't really think LA. of this. <laughs> yeah, I didn't really think all this, this through all the way. But since I'm here, can I get Rachel Scarston's photo- <laughs> autograph? And then I'll go and look for the, then I will go and look for the writers again. But I will seek out the writers and demand answers if they backtrack on this again. That, like they at this point, like she literally saved your life, so I mean, you kind of at least have to saved be your identity civil. last week, right? And well, we didn't get now, to the scene where she tells her that, but we're about to. Well, no, she knows Sophie protected her identity. She doesn't know what Sophie did, and neither and we we knew, but but they didn't know. But she did know that Sophie saved her identity. So we come back and. Stephanie is talking to Luke, and she's like, eh, sorry, I knocked you out. And he was like, it was a cheap shot. And They really like, are worry, kind of cute gonna... together. Eh, kind of. I can, I can get behind this, although I don't think it'll happen. Because, like, once Luke gets kissed, women lose all interest. <laughs> Mary kissed him, was like, nah, I'm good. 
And then Stephanie kisses him and is like, well, I would give you my number, but I think you're smart enough to figure it out. That was cute. That that's was just cute. like so she didn't have to give him his number. No, like, that's because like I that think was she knows- that was a gentle letdown. No, that was nerd speak for find me. Like I don't clue, like well, clues and mysteries are kind of their thing. So why is she gonna make it easy? She is the clue master's daughter. After they're all. not Scooby Doo. <laughs> no, but I mean they completely bonded over like the puzzle they were trying to solve, and it kind of became their thing. So they're making it even more of a thing. We're back at. So we for, we go from there to Mary at her super non-secret, totally legitimate medical facility, and she's on the phone. She was like, hey, Dad, calling to check in. I went by the penthouse, and the doorman said he hasn't seen you in a few days, and you're not at the office, so where are you? Call me back. As she hangs up the phone, uh, a doctor and a nurse come in. And bringing in somebody on a stretcher, they said they found the person out in the park. They were found by two homeless people. And it's Jacob, and he has the snake bite um, still in his leg, and he is coding. Yeah, it also looks like he's foaming at the mouth from an OD on snake bite. Yeah, that's why he's coding. Coding is usually the term. Yeah, like, no, I know. no, I know. Okay. I know. It was just, it was like, I yeah. wasn't. I wasn't expecting him to. OD. Yeah, so I'm thinking. Oh, don't forget, like there's a there's bad batches of snake bite out there now. Oh, that's true. And they've said like if it's not done correctly, it can be fatal. So now we're seeing. They, now we're seeing that. Yeah, they've been dropping the hints. Well, I'm glad they brought. Yeah. Us, I mean, it's a good thing like they didn't know who he was. Could you imagine if they found him, they knew who he was, and brought him to the hospital? So then we go to Ryan and Sophie having a discussion about Ryan being Batwoman out in public at a bar. Naturally, because that's what you do. Yeah, no, because like of course, but you know. So they're kind of burying the hatchet, and then and then Ryan's like, you know, help me, help me trust you and keep my identity a secret from the crows. And Sophie's like, I already did. I deleted your file. And Ryan's like. God damn it. Ryan's like, damn, now I actually have to like you. Yeah. Go over to Alice sewing Cersei's face. There's a picture of Cersei on the on the table that Alice is using. And I don't know if that picture is actually supposed to be Wallace Day or not, but that picture does not look like the Wallace Day I know. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. So Alice is like and Alice is like, you know, how do I know once I'm done this, you're not going to murder me? And Black Mask is like, you don't. It's called suspense. <laughs> and Alice is like, no, what you were supposed to say is a mask like this needs touch-ups and not just overpriced wrinkled cream like you sell. I really like the way their dynamic, like, it's... it's so, so Alice is like, do you have a concealer in her skin tone? And Black Mask goes upstairs, and Alice is like, are you sure this is what you want? Because you're not Cersei Sionis. Cersei's dead. I stepped over her dead body, breaking out of Arkham. And she's like, no, my name is Cersei. And she's like, all right, but this isn't going to be a perfect, this isn't going to be a perfect face. Because while my work is impeccable, 
Cersei has brown eyes and your eyes are blue. She takes off. She takes off Cersei's mask and starts to place the mask on on Cersei's face. And then she kind of stops cold and she realizes that those are the eyes of her sister Kate. She says, "You have our father. How do you have our father's eyes?" And then she says, "Kate." And then the episode ends. And I, I literally, say, I literally screamed at my TV. I was like, "I knew she was going to be the first one to recognize her." I will say that one, there was there was a little bit of bad editing in which um, Alice puts the face on, and then all of a sudden, like her face is totally like unscarred. Like, even the top part, like, where the hairline is, even though the, the mask doesn't go up to that point. Like, that that was the point of the concealer. Um, and then, two, for some reason, and I think it's because the rest of her body, you still see, like, the scars on the rest of her body, except for, like, her face. Like, the face just looked, I, I don't want to say fake, but, like, I sat there going, is it possible Wallace Day is a Terminator? Yeah, it kind of looked like a robot with a face on it, and I'm like, I, I, I think Wallace Day might be a Terminator. Like she might be here to kill John Connor. Yeah, it it, it wasn't the best, and I don't know why, but it, it wasn't. Hopefully, it'll. And it was just as like the rest of her body was was still scarred. So like, like her entire body scarred except her face. It just looks odd. So either hopefully. Um, the episodes going forward, like she's wearing more like like full clothing to to disguise the rest of it, or they do something to, yeah. to conceal the rest of it. I mean, she can do faces. Can I, I would assume she can also do other skin parts, right? You like, would it must think. be easier to make like it must be easier to make like flesh hand mitts or something. Uh, yeah, you would think. Uh, and that is the end of the episode. Overall, what did you think of it? I thought it was pretty good. Um, definitely, de- it was fun. It was definitely one of the funnier episodes we've had this season. Not yeah. necessarily a favorite episode of the season, but not a okay. bad one either. Okay, so I like that we had more Wallace. Um, yes. I think you know she like the character she's doing right now, like has enough menace. And then I think like the times where she looks like she's She's recognizing Alice for that. I like her facial reactions and her movement on those scenes. Yeah, things are um, very subtle, and she's adding some subtle layers that yeah. you can really tell things are registering, even though there's no dialogue to tell you. And I kind of love when actors do that. They add things yeah. to the scene so that you know what's happening. Yeah. Uh, I really liked I really liked the character of Stephanie Brown. Uh, yes. Yeah. Stephanie Brown. Um, I hope we see her back. I do like she was wearing purple because that's her, that's her spoiler colors. Um, I do, I do like that, like her, her storyline, although she's older than she is in the comics. In the comics, she's right around, um, she's right around the Tim Drake Robin age. Okay. So that's, so that's like, you know, maybe just out of high school or early college. And, like, here she's, like, definitely, like, say, like, more mid-20s. It's almost like they took her and Barbara Gordon were, like, oosh, like we're, we're taking Barbara's, like, age and, 
and look and we're taking Stephanie's um, Stephanie's storyline and kind of mashing them together. I do like the actress. I thought she did really good. There, her interactions with Luke are nice, and I wouldn't mind seeing that get developed a little bit more. Um, but and I saw someone tweet online that said this was their favorite episode of the season. And I mean, I on like I don't agree. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna like take away from it being their favorite. Um, but for me, the like the the Sophie Ryan dynamic and like the very like very like vehement Ryan dynamic was just too much for me. It took it out. It took you out of it. Now I, yeah. I could see. It depends on what type of episode in towards like if mystery capers and fun are you're up your alley then yeah this is totally like the episode for you but if you lean more towards the drama and the complicated dynamics then there were other episodes this season that would be a favorite which is yeah. that's the category that i fall into so episodes like what would have been the mid-season finale had we had one. Um, yeah, like, that episode, I think, is still my favorite. I will say, with, like, really, like, the only thing really stopping me from, real, from liking this episode, like, I will, I would say, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, like, this is one of the few episodes I would give, like, a sub-average grade of, and it's really just because of the Ryan, the the Ryan, the anti-Sophie thing with Ryan. Yeah. And and really only because, like, we've seen, like, we've already progressed past this. Like, if this episode came, episode two or three or four, fine. Or had, like, it was a little much. Or even it was a if there much, had but... been no progression with Ryan and Sophie. Exactly. And like, she's been just keeping been... it consistent through this entire season. Like, if she right. kept it the same but it's been fluctuating back and forth and there wasn't even a moment to like explain why she's back to not trusting Sophie like maybe if there had been a line of dialogue to say look I appreciate the fact that you put Angelique into witness protection but the fact is I'm never going to see her again and I blame you for that or something to explain it even if it didn't quite make sense the mm-hmm. explanation would have been better than the just the attitude without the explanation. Agreed. And so that is that is like that ultimately took me out of the episode for the most part. But I can appreciate all like the good parts of the episode. I just can't. I just yeah, can't. I mean, there say was nothing bad about the episode by any means. It just we've had stronger episodes this season, and this season has been a season of ridiculously strong episodes Mm -hmm. like everything up through the first half of the season has been stellar yeah yeah no it's been it's been going along pretty good um so it was just interesting like and like i said like if it's the person's favorite episode great i'm not gonna i'm not gonna deny him that there was definitely parts that i really enjoyed and if it and i think i think if it wasn't for the ryan Sophie stuff like if you take out if you take out the backtracking and you know kept in like them their dynamic of like playing never have I ever drinking in that 
then I would I would have it up there as one of my favorites of the season. And only because it was like a little bit of a different tone. Yeah. But, and they because they've never done comedy because even last season they didn't really veer much to the comedy. Except no, usually the comedy is like, yeah, like usually the comedy is like on poor Mary's shoulders. And then this time around, it was kind of spread out like Luke and Mary are are like the comedy bits. And especially last year with Luke on the headset, you know, that's yeah. usually where the comedy comes from. So I'm glad it was kind of spread around. I love and again, like I love the character of Stephanie Brown. So I'm happy that they brought her in. Um, I hope. She comes back, you know, still not my favorite iteration, but unfortunately right now, because Stephanie Brown is usually so overlooked, I will I will kind of take what I can get. Oh. So that is all I have for this episode. How about you? I'm pretty good, too. And we're new next week, right? I believe so. Yes. Yes. No, we are. We are. I don't know if we're going to end up hitting another another off week because we have uh, 18 episodes I'm this season. I'm assuming we're going to be off Memorial Day weekend, which means we should have two more episodes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So we'll have two episodes, which will bring us to 1415 and then 16, 17, 18 at the end. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. Probably Memorial Day weekend. So two episodes more and then, then it'll be the sprint for the last three episodes to finish up right around the end of June. Um, yeah, that sounds about right. So you can find us in plenty of places. You can find us at Batwoman TV Talk on Twitter. You can find me at Academy Rewind on Twitter. You can also email us at BatwomanTVTalk at gmail.com. Where can the people find you? I am at XO Tony Roney XO on Twitter. Uh, as with always, if you like the show, be sure to drop in a review. It helps people find us. Um, you can rate and review us anywhere you can find the podcast. You can also find us at Thought Bubble Audio and a bunch of other nerd-friendly shows at ThoughtBubbleAudio.com. Uh, and if you like other, if you like other geek shows or movies. I was on my friend Lisa's podcast this week of I Love That Movie, talking about Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Uh, I had a lot of fun talking about that movie with Lisa. She's been on Academy Rewind a bunch. Uh, I was finally able to go on her podcast. So if you like that movie as much as I do, because it was my favorite movie of last year, by all means, check out the podcast. And if you just love movies in general, check out her podcast. Um, her entire brand is she has people come on usually every week and they pick a movie that they love. Like she she asked the person to come on and then like she's like, what movie do you want to talk about? And so the person picks it. So it's a very positive it's a very positive um, podcast in what can be a very negative space of movie oh critiques. that's so, so awesome i'm gonna have to check that out yeah it is it is great i've been on there my friend tim's been on there a few times um uh and a bunch of other people from various from like uh squadcast have been on there so it's a great podcast definitely check it out and by all means check out the one for birds of prey because it's a great movie because i said so <laughs> other than that We'll be back next week, and they are shining the bat signal out in the sky, so we're going to get out of here. See you later, everybody. Bye, everybody.